If it's trending, Amber and Tanner are going to trend, 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 trend it out on Froggy 92.9. Crews continue to get a handle on the cash fire in Clear Lake. The fire is now at 83 acres with 40% containment. Uh, city officials approved a state emergency declaration yesterday, citing environmental dangers caused by the blaze. So 58 homes and 81 outbuildings were destroyed, as well as 158 vehicles and 30 utility poles. The five schools that were evacuated didn't suffer any damage, but are going through a deep clean before reopening today. The cash fire started Wednesday afternoon on 6th Avenue and Cash Street, and firefighters are still inspecting the cause right now. And to everyone that has been displaced, everyone that homes have have burned down, we are so sorry for your experience, but we're going to get through this together. Yes, and the uh, containment keeps rising, actually. I think it's at 50% containment as of now. Um, So hopefully they'll keep continuing that trend throughout the day. And we will continue to keep you updated right here on Amber and Tanner in the morning. All right, and speaking of other... um, scary things. Tropical Storm Henry has left plenty of damage, um, especially on the east coast of between rain and winds, plus a storm surge. Henry caused flooding and power outages throughout the northeast. And even though the storm has been downgraded to a tropical depression, the danger still continues. So as of now, 49 million people are under a flash flood watch or warning. The effective area is about from New Jersey to New Hampshire. Um, So we're just thinking about everyone on the East Coast right now as well. Um, We're all going through it, it seems. Absolutely. Florida Georgia Line had to pull the plug on their 2021 I Love My Country tour. It's all because of COVID-19. Here's what Florida Georgia Line said. They said, quote, we're so bummed to cancel this tour because because we know in our hearts that we still have to make sure we're keeping our fans and crew safe. We hope y'all understand. If you remember last week, Garth Brooks canceled his tour because of the same reasons. And Country Music, Florida Georgia Line, and Garth Brooks are the only major tour cancellations. But we will keep you updated if any more seem to pop up. Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. Hugh Jackman's new movie, Reminiscence, opened over the weekend. Now, Hugh's character enters this, like, memory machine that can allow him to experience the sights, sounds, and smells of the past. I want one of those machines. (laughs) I think everyone could benefit from that. You know, I I think reliving the past can sometimes be a good thing. Um, And that being said, I was curious, if you could relive one amazing or hilarious moment in your life, just one, what would it be and why? Jade from Nevada, what's a moment in your life that you would relive? Taking my kids to Disney World for the first time. Yeah. Seeing the look on their faces, the sheer astonishment of looking at the Magic Kingdom and seeing Mickey walking around. And my youngest was four. I mean, he was actually so excited he wet his pants. (laughs) And it was so magical seeing the look on their face that I've seen this place on TV and here it is in real life. Oh, that's so sweet. Uh, That's a good one. Yeah. And it's not just for her. It's for her kids. Yeah. That's one of those memories 
people's first experience at like Disney or a theme park. That's something that you can carry with you for a lifetime, but you want to relive that with that magic machine. So special. Tanner, is there something like this for you? It doesn't have to be, you know, amazing, but it could be something that's funny or... Mine definitely isn't like amazing at all, but when I was in high school, a kid from my high school put on roller skates. He had skiing poles in his hands too, and he stormed through the high school cafeteria just completely randomly. It was weird. It was uh-huh. random. It was hilarious. It was one of my favorite memories. Wow. Ever. Was he like making any noises or he just decided he was just going to skate on through? No, he just skated on through. It's random. And he'd even get in trouble for it. <laughs> I mean, as long as he didn't hurt anyone yeah. or himself, yeah. why not? He knocked over a trash can, but that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Amber? Uh, well, I think for me, it's got to be in getting engaged to my fiance. I think that's a moment I want to relive. Um, it was funny because I saw the dead seal, and but it was also romantic and surprising. And sometimes when I'm having a really bad day, I just close my eyes. And I picture my fiance standing there with the uh, ring, or kneeling with the ring. Yeah. And it just makes me so happy. So I, I kind of already relive it in my mind. Mm-hmm. But if I could just go back, it would be it would be absolutely amazing. And good personality with some good music also. The best morning soundtrack. Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. What's the best secondhand item that you've ever purchased? I've heard from a lot of friends that I needed to check out the SoCo market, including you, Amber. Yes, it's great. Um, It's basically a traveling Sonoma County market that helps us support local business. And their next event's going down on Sunday this Sunday in Katadi, and they had something going down uh, down at the Courthouse Square in Santa Rosa. So- yes, it's incredible. It's 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 great for young business entrepreneurs to get their names out there, and it's wonderful. I love that so many of the transactions were made like over Venmo. <laughs> that was so cool. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, a portion of the clothes in a lot of the market was secondhand items that have been refurbished for today, and I was absolutely pumped. I bought a few new shirts, but it made me think, what is the most sec- epic secondhand item you've ever purchased? Um, I think it's epic. You might not think it's epic, but I have this bathroom joke book that I got for literally 25 cents at a garage sale once. And yeah. It's the best thing I have ever had. <laughs> I haven't made my way through all the jokes yet, but you know, in due time. You'll get there. Yeah, in hey, due time. You, for a quarter, definitely worth that quarter. It was awesome. Uh, asked you this on Facebook, and Nikki from Windsor said, My Jeep. It was slightly used, only 13,000 miles on it, and it had a bunch of upgrades, and it was way cheaper. Oh, that's awesome. Well, Kelsey from Santa Rosa says, Do shelter pets count? Absolutely. She said, My old cat Ted was referred to as secondhand, and he was a king amongst cats. <laughs> <laughs> Love what Tammy from Santa Rosa said. Her favorite secondhand item, she says, was her husband. <laughs> Amber and Tanner want to know what you think. Give them a call right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. Nobody has more Sonoma County on the radio than Froggy 92.9. Friday was International Hawaiian Pizza Day. So classic Hawaiian pizza, if you don't know, it combines pizza sauce, cheese, cooked ham, and pineapple. Now, I know Hawaiian pizza is rather controversial. Uh, One of the main arguments is that pineapple breaks with tradition, that fruit, tomato aside, has no place on pizza. Yeah. 
So I'm actually allergic to pineapple, so it's really hard for me to have an opinion on this, and I was thinking about it all weekend. So Tanner, is it good? Where do you stand with pineapple on pizza? I am all for pineapple on pizza. I honestly don't understand the hatred about pineapple on pizza. You know, I'm also just a human garbage disposal, so I don't know if I'm a great representative for the pro-Hawaiian pizza movement, but I'm all for it. I, I don't think it's bad, and I wish people would stop giving it such a hard time. Why do you like it? Is it because, like, it combines sweet and savory, or...? Exactly. It's just a little different. You know, typically pizza is just so savory all the time, and it's nice just to mix it up every once in a while. Now, I don't think I've actually ever ordered Hawaiian pizza just for myself, but if it's around, yeah, I'll definitely eat it. Okay, well, we've got Nate from Petaluma on the phone. Nate, does pineapple belong on pizza? Pineapple does not belong on a pizza. <laughs> Come on. Pizza is not meant to be sweet. A pizza is meant to be saucy, savory okay. and Italian flavored, not Hawaiian flavored. Uh, things pineapple go on is like ham uh, and all of that other stuff. My dad gets a Hawaiian pizza all the time from the stores when he orders out. Uh, my roommates like pineapple on pizza. I say pineapple does not belong on a pizza. Okay. That is the most disgusting thing <laughs> ever to put on a pizza is pineapple. Okay, so it's very clear that Nate is against the pineapple on the pizza. He just really wants us to know that pineapple does not belong. I don't get the hate, but hey, I digress. Okay, so we took a poll on our Instagram. You can go vote now at Amber and Tanner in the morning. A lot of people aren't with Nate here because 71% of our followers like pineapple on pizza. They're like you, Tanner. This is why I love people that listen to our show. <laughs> I love you all. Amber and Tanner in the morning. They're the first voices I hear in the morning. Makes you forget you're in traffic. Brightens up your day. On Froggy 92.9. It's wine o'clock somewhere, so pour yourself a glass. It's time to whine about it with Amber on Froggy 92.9. Mike Richards has stepped down as the Jeopardy host as of Friday. So this comes shortly after people dug up his 2013 podcast where he made sexist, racist, anti-Semitic, and body-shaming comments. Here's just one of them. Everyone's going to wear one pieces and look really frumpy and overweight. That's so funny because... No one's overweight, but... But they all look right, terrible in the picture. Yeah, they look fat and, uh, and like, not good in the picture. It's bad. Oh, my God. You look great. Hilarious. You look like a Sports Illustrated model, and then you've got one-piece Malones on either side of you, <laughs> which are like, just horrible. I so, Mike said, quote, is become clear that moving forward as host would be too much of a distraction for our fans and not the right move for the show, which I think is a terrible apology, by the way. Uh, it looks like Mike's going to stay on as executive producer, and the five episodes that he's already taped for the new season will still air. Uh, when the production starts again, Jeopardy! will have to go back to guest hosts until they find a more permanent host. Uh, the internet still seems to be pulling for LeVar Burton, but personally, I hope they'll slide in Maya Mbalik over the full-time duties. Um... I think that Mayim Bialik is an amazing inspiration to so many people. She was already doing the primetime specials, um, things like that. So I just think have her do everything. And per I think, honestly, Mike gave himself the job um, when it should have gone to someone better. Um, a lot of people are saying this is one of those situations where cancel culture has gone way too far. But I think that 
female and minority viewers. And not only that, uh, people that work on the set of Jeopardy deserve a host that respects them. And I'm not sure if Mike Richards still feels this way, but I think by 2013, when his podcast, uh, when these podcast clips have resurfaced from, that he should have learned to change his perspective by then and be careful about what he's saying going into this professional career of his. And, you know, I know none of us are perfect, and I think he should have never been made permanent host. I think he should have definitely give it to someone like LeVar Burton or uh, Maya Baliak. So... I wanted to know from you, so we're getting some comments on our Facebook page right now. Solomon from Santa Rosa says, This entire debacle was so preventable and unnecessary. He gave himself the job and sabotaged other contenders, too. Should have never been host. While Kim from Sebastopol says, I'm afraid the inspiring intellectual magic of Jeopardy died with Mr. Trebek. May his memory be a blessing. Natasha from Roner Park says, Saw this coming from a mile away. The powers that be didn't think this one through, likely because he was an internal candidate. Um, also, this is a poor excuse and a terrible apology. So what are your thoughts on Mike Richards stepping down as a Jeopardy host? Has cancel culture gone too far, or do you think he should have ever been host in the first place? Call us right now. Amber and Tanner want to know what you think. Give them a call right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. Nobody has more Sonoma County on the radio than Froggy 92.9. Headline in a haystack. Tannery's headlines. Amber tells us which one is a lie. Because it's headline in a haystack. Three headlines. Amber has to identify which one is real. It's time for Headline in a Haystack. Okay. Am- Amber's record for 2021 is 45 wins and 50 losses. Okay. That's fine. I'm feeling confident today. I think I can do it. Let's see if we can start All the right. week off victorious. Here's headline number one. Man claims he is king of the Texarkana swamps, fights off authorities. Headline number two. Mother and daughter have public physical confrontation due to new body piercing. Headline number three, airline tells crews not to duct tape passengers. Uh, airline tells crews not to duct tape passengers. That is, is absolutely the headline. the headline. Woo! In a haystack. Yes! That confidence is paying off. I read this, actually. That's Aww, why rats. I read this one. Uh, I don't know if that's cheating or not. Amber is confident that she has come Already across this, this article. <laughs> <laughs> There's been two recent high-profile incidents where passengers were duct-taped to their seats for bad behavior on American Airlines <laughs> and Frontier Headlines. Now United Airlines has actually sent a memo to flight attendants telling them not to use duct-tape as a way of dealing with poorly behaved passengers. Wow. Wow. Headline <laughs> in a all the things all morning. Oh, literally makes me laugh. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Your music all day. It's what I listen to all day. Froggy 92.9. What is your favorite word and why? Uh, I was on my Instagram last night and I said cod swallow to our friend Danny Wright over um, on 97.7 The River. Uh, he said, I had to look that word up. Yeah. I was so shocked. I have no idea what you said. Cod swallop? Cod swallop. Yeah, I, I was so shocked because it's actually one of my favorite words. And it's just a word that I don't think is used often enough. And it just means nonsense. Like, that's okay. nonsense. Cod swallop. I'm going to add that to my vocabulary. Better that's a not. a bunch of I'm cod swallop. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Tanner, I mean, do you have a word like this for you that, like, you don't think is 
you know, used often enough. It's like fun to say or, you know, you like the meaning of it. I think this one is a tannerism and to anyone that's listening or even you, Amber, feel free to use it. I use a term called putt-putting. It's my word to describe doing chores or picking up, but not at a very fast rate. So instead of just like getting something done super fast, you're like, yeah, I was just putt-putting. Oh. It's just like, get it done, but at your own pace. I just Googled putt-putt, like as a verb, and apparently means make a rapid intermittent sound. Well, that's not how I use it. I had no, I know, yeah, I had yeah, no yeah. idea what it meant. Yeah. I was just like, I'm gonna Google this to see if it's a real word. I think about it like putt putt golf. You're kind of just hanging around, not really doing much, talking. It's not very intense, so that's why <laughs> I use the term putt putt. Okay. Yeah. I say crap it around. <laughs> All right. So Matt from Katati says his favorite word is crisp. He said the way you say it, it's just so, so absolutely perfect. Crisp. Love that, Matt. David from Guerneville said, Back in grade school, I thought the word quintessential was just the longest, most sophisticated word anyone could possibly know. <laughs> and I was so proud for myself for knowing it and understanding how to use it. Oh, quintessential. It oh. does make you sound sophisticated. You kind of want to say with a British accent. <laughs> quintessential. <laughs> uh, Jill from Santa Rosa, I really like the word she picked for her favorite. She says, Shenanigans. It's my favorite word to say. What are you doing tonight? Oh, you know, just some shenanigans. <laughs> Amber and Tanner in the morning. Today on The Neighbor Dispute, we're talking to Mandy. Mandy donates to her church every single Sunday to the collection box, and Barry's going to say that her dollar bills are counterfeit. Let's have some fun. Hello. Hi, is this Mandy? Yes, it is. Mandy, my name is Barry Martindale of Martindale and Johnson Attorney Services. I'm calling you about a church in Santa Rosa. I understand you go to church every Sunday. That's correct. And you donate to the church's collection box? Yes. Uh, This is a bit of an awkward conversation. Uh, The money that you've been donating the past six Sundays were counterfeit dollars. I'm sorry. I'm not sure I understand. You have been giving counterfeit Um, money to the church. I have not been giving counterfeit money to the church. What are you talking about? We have video evidence that the cash is, in fact, yours. We identified your fingerprints, and uh, this has been going on the past six weeks, and we've even tracked your cash activity across Sonoma County, and uh, you've been giving counterfeit cash to everybody. I mean, it's not a lot of money, but I give money. It's it's regular money that I get out of the ATM. I'm not giving any counterfeit. If it's counterfeit, it's from the ATM. I am going to say— I mean, it's not counterfeit money. Well, it is, is the fact of the matter, and your fingerprints are on everything. And we're coming to your what home and— What are you talking about? There's a criminal investigation or something? I mean, it's not like I'm giving—you know, I give what I can. Well, we're going to— I don't understand. We're going to go to your home and seize all your printing equipment. Look, look I think you have— I'm not printing any money at home. I go—I mean, I have cash. I understand. I just bring to the church, and I just put it in the collection box. Look, we just know you're, you've been paying with counterfeit money. You are an absolute idiot. I'm sorry, but you have the wrong person. And how dare you call me at my home and, confu- you know, just accuse me of something like this. I am a regular person who is giving money to the church. And I'm not—there's no, like— huge crazy scheme i'm trying to pull over or something i have regular money and you need to do better research i don't even know who how you even came to call me about this 
You've been Martindale. My name is actually Tanner from Amber and Tanner in the Morning. You're on Froggy Night 2.9's Neighbor Dispute. Well, I'm so I'm sorry. What is happening? Listen to Amber and Tanner in the Morning every weekday at 7.55 for The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. What's the longest amount of time you've spent inside of a store? Don from Santa Rosa said six to seven hours at Hobby Lobby. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Might as well just bury me in there. (laughs) No kidding. Uh, My dad said on our Facebook page, Keith, he said, if I spend more than 20 minutes in this store, it's because I fell asleep. Someone wake me when it's over. Is that true, Amber? Did, Did he do that? Uh, I will I will I will get to that in just okay, a okay. second there there's a reason for this I love that so I went to Ikea in Emeryville over the weekend to buy a dining room table I was very excited about it and when I was leaving I, I was really beating myself up thinking like man why are you so tired right now you are a young man you shouldn't be this tired got threw the stuff in the trunk turned on the car uh, just to realize I have been in Ikea for five hours. It's like when you go in Ikea, there's like some weird time vortex yeah. that shifts your world and you end up just looking at a bunch of stuff you don't even want. Yeah, time moves differently inside Ikea. You got to watch out. It really does. <laughs> I think it, even your watch doesn't work in there. It freaked me out because I just wasn't looking at my phone or paying attention and I had spent five hours in Ikea. That's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot of hours. Yeah. Well, Susie from Rotor Park said, that's easy at Ikea. Probably spent that long prom dress shopping with my kids back in the day. It is easy, Ikea. She's right. Um, Prom dress shopping does take a bit, but something that goes along with what my dad said, my grandmother, which is his mother, will shop for hours on end, even in the smallest of places. And her favorite place to shop is like Goodwill or the Salvation Army, like those thrift shops. So my dad and I have spent many, many, many hours in stores. And I think we both just learned to fall asleep until it was over. (laughs) That's the move right there. It explains things a lot, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, based off your experience (laughs) with your grandma, Amber, do you spend a lot of time in stores or are you just trying to get in and out as fast as possible? No, unfortunately I do because she taught me how to like bar <laughs> she taught me how to like bargain hunt yeah. and compare like how many plies are on the toilet paper to the prices and everything. Really? So now I do that and I spend forever in Safeway. Yeah, I'm the exact opposite. I want to get in and out as fast as humanly possible unless you go to IKEA and and you're just in a time vortex yep. looking at scars guard tables or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Amber and Tanner in the morning. My friend Maggie is visiting this weekend. I'm really excited. Uh, We've been friends since the beginning of time. We went to school together, and she lives in Minnesota now. And I want to show her some Sonoma County or even California staples. She's never been to California before. And all I can think of right now is (laughs) In-N-Out. Because... It's a Cali thing, right? Absolutely. That was like the first thing I had here when I moved was In-N-Out. Everyone's like, you got to try it. Same here. So does that count? Should I take her to In-N-Out or do you think there's better things to give her the whole California experience, Tanner? I do think you should definitely take her to In-N-Out. Okay. But for a little bit of a Sonoma County feel, I think you should also take her to the Barlow in Sebastopol. Okay. I've had a lot of people come visit me and I always take them to the Barlow and they always have a great time. You start at Barrio for a burrito. Then you go to Golden State Cider, then Seismic Brewery, then Two Dog Night Creamery for some ice cream afterwards. Oh. And you got uh, pretty much a whole day locked down. Yeah, and there's Crooked Goat as well. I mean, gosh, there's so many. And there's shops. 
Yeah. You can shop at. Um, <laughs> we got some really great responses on our Facebook page, but I, I'm going to go with Tanner's plan, I think, at least one night of the week. Uh, Tiffany from Glen Ellen says, Luther Burbank Gardens, Church of One Tree, and Jack London State Park. And I've never been to any of those, actually. Me, me neither. That sounds like a lot of fun. I'm yeah. adding that to my own bucket list over <laughs> here. Uh, Courtney uh, from Reno said, got to go to Bodega for some clam chowder at Spud Point. I'm definitely going to take her to Bodega. And yeah. I'm going to go there to Spud Point for chowder and fishetarian, I believe. Uh, Amy from Sebastopol says, Screaming Mimi's, which is a great ice cream. I've been there. Armstrong Woods, Marin Headlands, and wine tasting. How am I going to fit all of this in one week? <laughs> I will say, don't go to the Armstrong Redwoods right now because they've been shut down since the complex oh, fires. Is it closed? Don't make the mistake I didn't drive all the way out there just <laughs> to have to turn around. <laughs> well, I would love to hear about more California or Sonoma County staple. So if you have any you'd like to share, call. Got something to say? Call me up. You can get on the radio. Call Froggy 92.9 and tell Amber and Tanner in the morning right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. This is Froggy 92.9. My friend is coming to visit me from Minnesota. Isn't that crazy? Minnesota. Oh, Minnesota. Oh, <laughs> uh, life here in Sonoma County is going to be very different compared to what she's used to. Isn't that funny? She was on FaceTime with me one day and she was like, is that green grass in, in, <laughs> in February? I was like, yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It's, it's, it's going to be really fun to show her around town, but I want to take her to places that I think represent Sonoma County and represent California. Definitely. So I, I need suggestions on what to do because all I can think about right now is in and out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my jam is the Barlow in Sebastopol. Okay. I mean, you can go get cider. You can go get good food. You can go do fun shopping and stuff like that. And I think that really sets the tone for Sonoma County. Okay. I, do, I love the bus. Such a good idea. You know what I think I'll do now that we're talking about it? We'll go to Bodega Head and then the Barlow for dinner. I did that exact same thing when my brother was in town and oh, it is yeah. a great day. I'm going to borrow Tanner's and Ryan's itinerary. <laughs> Take it. <laughs> uh, we're getting some great comments on our Facebook page. Please contribute if you think of anything. Like David from Santa Rosa said, historic downtown Sonoma Valley. It's where the bear flag was raised for the first time. Also, the oldest winery in California is there. Wow. Oh, man, I wish you were staying for like a week right? so I could do all of these amazing things. <laughs> Ashley from Rotor Park says, Wine Train or Safari West? I've always wanted to go on the wine train. That sounds yeah. like so much fun. Uh, and Caitlin from Katani said, Cafe Mimosa for breakfast. Oh, yeah. I'd have to go early. That place is always so busy. Yeah, I think you can get a reservation ahead of time, okay. if I'm not mistaken. Well, we would love to hear from you. Call right now at 636-1-HOP, California Staples. Okay, I'll try to remember that. And I've never been to any of those places, but I've only ever heard great things. It is so good. They have the best drinks and the owner is super sweet. Amber and Tanner in the morning. The only way to wake up helps you wake up and get moving. Keeps me energized. On Froggy 92.9. Robots, how do you feel about them? Amber, do you remember talking about Disney robots and how that kind of freaked you out a little bit? Sure do. Yeah. Well, Disney has robots, but uh, th th this is the conversation we had. But, like, I'm scared of robots taking over the world. Uh, and... They like striking vengeance on us for not treating them properly. 
I'm not a fan. Yeah. I'm just worried that they're going to take our jobs. I <laughs> was definitely a fan of robots, especially during that conversation. But I think it's because Disney was creating them, and I like that idea. It's like cutesy. Yeah, it's cute. Cute, cute robots. Yeah, I love a cute robot. But scary robots, not so much. Right. I was watching this video of Elon Musk over the weekend, and Tesla is building their own robots. And if this doesn't freak you out, you are a robot, not a human being. At a mechanical level, at a physical level, uh, you can run away from it. Um, <laughs> and, and most likely overpower it. <laughs> so uh, hopefully that doesn't ever happen, but um, you never know. Hopefully I, that doesn't happen, but you never know. Yeah, I don't know that that's like what I want to hear when I say that you're creating a robot. They're like, I'm not really sure if it's going to like harm you or take over the world, but we're just going to test it out. That's like saying, hey, your car might completely fall apart, but hey, you never know until you, you get Try in the driving. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we went from the Jetsons to Terminator in just a week. I, <laughs> I tried to tell you. <laughs> I was on board, too. You got to weigh out all possibilities when it comes to robots, you know, or yeah. just anything new in general. You know, people were scared of the microwave when it first came out, but everything's fine now. Yeah, <laughs> kind of. Mostly. Amber and Tanner in the morning. The only way to wake up helps you wake up and get moving. She's re-energized. On Froggy 92.9.